Hey, everybody, what's up? It's Thursday afternoon. It is October 19th. Kaplan and crew getting ready to hit the airwaves, and uh, Browner's out today. So that means J Law's coming in. Gonna be an exciting show, gonna be a lot of fun. And we got Thursday night football tonight, and we are actually taking a day off tomorrow. So we'll do all of our NFL picks today. It's gonna be a fun show. Uh, I'll start off, obviously, by giving some love and some shout outs to our people. Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. I heard last night from Miss Molly. Yes, it is a go. It's a green light. November 5th, Seven Mile Casino, birthday party for Joe Rigby. Come on <laughs> down. I think this is so cool. The fact that the great friends are organizing an event on their own. We're not doing it. We're not putting it on. We're not charging for it. We're not putting a deal together with Seven Mile. We're just all going to hang out there. So come on down and hang with us. November 5th at Seven Mile Casino. We're going to watch football. So hang out. Uh, seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. And if you have any problems with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're going to have a good time that day. Uh, also, while I'm down there, may stop by and see our friends at California Holistics. I was over at uh, our friends at, Cal uh, at Tory Holistics just recently. But if I'm going to be down that way, I'll go by and say hello at California Holistics. The promo code is amazing. You save 20% on all your favorite cannabis products. When you go to Tory Holistics and California Holistics, spend $75 or more, save 20%. And don't be bashful. You know, you got questions, ask. They've got answers. Okay. One other shout out here is to our friends at Athletic Greens. I, um, you may hear it. I, I Are you little, taking it? I am every day. Because every, you every, sound bad. Well, I can't tell you that it's a cure-all. I can only tell you that when you're doing what I'm doing, and I said mm -hmm. it yesterday, you're burning the candle at both ends of the stick. Um, yeah, you know what? For the first time in a really, really long time, I feel like I got a little bit of a cold. Um, so, hey, I'll say this. This is what keeps me going. It was the first thing I had this morning at 6 a.m. I took one of these. You get five free travel packs. You get the one-year supply of vitamin D. And I'm providing my body with the most vitamins and minerals and nutrients and everything else I can do for it while I'm dealing with, like, I can't breathe out of my right nostril. Athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. Let's start the show. Hey, great friends. What's going on? It's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. Just getting onto the radio airwaves, just getting onto the stream of YouTube, all the audio podcast platforms. And tonight we'll be on television on Channel 4 San Diego. That's our home base, part of the Cox Yearview Network. So today, Big Brown is out. And that means comedian Jason Lawhead is in. And I don't know if you guys have been following Jay Law on Instagram. But my man has been on a whirlwind international playboy kind of tour. I mean, dude, I thought he's like a scuffling comic out there. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm headlining a big show tonight. I thought, you know, he's a comedian. Dude, this guy is first class all the way, traveling through Europe, making friends, drinking great wine, eating great meals with his young, gorgeous wife. I got to be honest, uh, Grande. <laughs> Very, very mm. jealous of Jason Lawhead right now. Yeah, yeah. He's sending that uh, jet-setting ah. life, man. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. Living, uh, I used to have a saying um, when I was coming up as like a opener and feature all the time and really struggling before I was getting any type of corporate work or any type of good like headlining one-nighter door deals, anything like that, a anything like that. And I used to have this saying called the Lawhead Life, and it was uh, living like a headliner on feature pay. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I've just always kind of tried to just now I kind of live now the, the 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 saying has now that I've grown up a little bit and uh, and and been able to be fortunate enough to work have a great wife who works hard as well and we kind of come together and now it's uh, living like a business class in economy coach and uh, that's that's how we do it and that's how I did it and uh, you well know, you know what last time uh, wait you, but last yeah. time you traveled to Europe. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we all saw you do that. You actually came on the show and you kind of detailed how you did it, you know, like how to travel to Europe on a budget, you know, how to travel to Europe when you're not buying first class tickets and you're not sleeping on the plane where the, the, you know, the chairs are spread out. Right. And yeah, complimentary champagne every five minutes. No, we're not right. doing that. And, and yeah. you're not staying at the four seasons at every uh-huh. city that you go to. Like you actually did come on the air and document how inexpensive yeah. you made that trip. So before we get started today, yeah. before I get into you about the yeah, Cleveland man. Browns, before we get into Thursday night football tonight, before we get into baseball playoffs or, or NFL players going to the Olympics, before we get into any of that nonsense today. How did you guys, how long were you gone and where'd you go? So we went to Switzerland and Italy mm-hmm. and we were gone uh, basically eight nights. Okay. So then you fl- one of the nights is you fly that night uh, and sleep off the first night. But yeah, look, at the end of the day, this one, we, we spent a little bit more money, but still flight wise, jumped way ahead of the game. Got them in October. I bought on Swiss Air last November. Here's the funny story. Last year, I went to Barcelona. That was my 50th. That's what we talked about. Spain, Euro, all of it's very affordable. When I got back from Spain, I had a message from my inbox and Facebook that I never checked when I was in Spain. And it was from a friend of mine from Northeast Ohio who had moved to Lucerne, Switzerland. And she was like, dude, we're in Barcelona right now. We got a 50-foot yacht docked, da-da-da-da, come by. I didn't see that until I got back. I reached out Mm -hmm. to her. I go, you guys living in Barcelona? She goes, no, we bought a boat there. We're sailing around the world in a couple of years. We're getting it ready. These are people that I knew from the from like the yacht club in Ohio. And um, so there's a yacht club in Ohio. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a couple, Grande. There is a big okay. lake there. There's a great okay. lake there. Yeah. There's water uh, there, Alex. Yeah, Lake Erie's right there. Right. So I grew up on the coast of Lake Erie. So there was I I worked, I bartended in a, in like a yacht club bar for a while. So she's been a Lucerne for a lot, long time. She's like, hey, if you ever want to come to Switzerland, even if we're in Barcelona working on a boat, you know, come hang out. We got some room. I'm like, okay, we would literally will do that right now. She's like, come on out, whether we're there or not. I'm like, all right, I jumped on Swiss Air. This is. I would be like, when are you guys not there? Well, they don't know. They go back and forth. She's cool. Her husband, I ended up meeting her husband. It was great that they were there, actually. They were awesome. And so I, I was like, all right, I'm going on Swiss Air right now. This was November, around Thanksgiving last year. I looked at Swiss Air, two economies. I, you can always upgrade and a la carte things in economy once you buy. <laughs> two of them to get to Zurich nonstop from LAX. They already were selling early October. And I was like, let's let's jump on. How much? They're, they were, so before I upgraded anything, 720 apiece. Okay, round 720. Trip. 720. Round I'm, trip. I'm, by the way, I'm doing the accounting of this entire trip. All right, we're, trip. we're into $1,500 for flights. For I don't care if we're going to France, Spain, Italy. We're both Dutch. Anyway, so <laughs> she pays for hers. I paid for mine. Why okay. is that? Why is that? Why is what? Why is it you paying for hers and she? No, why, I mean, I'm paying for mine. She's paying for hers. That's what I mean. Like, I'm saying, why is like, that? 
because like we, that's what, how we travel like that she has her own business she runs her own business you want to travel you want to pick up and do these things let's come together i'll get the hotel room i got, I got no problem picking up most of the meals i'm, I'm a gentleman no 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 it's not that i'm just wondering like isn't it just easier well, I buy, well, of course, I buy them right then and there. Okay, gotcha. All right, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So you got $1,500 <laughs> in flights. All right. Hey, go on Google and buy your own flight, woman. I'm yeah, really. Like, no, no, no. Like, I mean, like, I'll, I'll meet you in Zurich. Uh, me, I mean, like, Venmo me 720 yeah. right now. Yeah, exactly. That, hey, hey, listen, I'll meet you at the gate at LAX. I know we're married and we're sleeping yeah. in the same bed, but you <laughs> exactly. find your way to LAX. So I'll find my that, way to LAX. That's so exactly. funny that that's how you took what he said, Scott. Like, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I'm in row. Oh, by, the, by the way, honey, I upgraded the extra leg room in row J. You're back in row uh, Z. Anyway, yeah, um, I'll see you. I'll see you when we land 12 hours right. later. No. Um, so yeah, so then we do that. And then obviously my friend was like, we, cause Luce, Switzerland is the third most expensive country in the world. They're on the Swiss Franc. They, they stayed away from the Euro, very expensive to eat, dine, stay traveled in Switzerland. So luckily I did some research. I'm like, thank God we got a friend there. And, 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 um, because even the train tickets, all of it's very expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Dubai and Hong Kong are the only more expensive countries to go to as a traveler. So we decided, okay, but but what we can do is it's right by Milan. We didn't get to do Milan on our on our honeymoon, Lake Como. We always wanted to see that. We can always train down across the border, stay a few nights. Now you're on the Euro. Everything's back to the way we were used to it last year. And so I get a, a, a Hilton property, an old villa in Milan uh, for a couple of nights. Milan. And yeah. And at the Euro in the US exchange, I'm paying a King standard room, nice room in an old school, 200 year old hotel. There's like a Catholic church on the grounds. Yeah. How much a night? 165 a night. How many nights are there? Two, two full nights there. Okay. I got $400. Right. That's so I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to come up with a whole number here at the end of this thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, and so we, uh, you know, um, we uh, do first regular room, nice room, nice villa window. First day we're there, we're getting ready to shower to go out into Milan. It's a three-hour train ride from from Lucerne. Uh, we get right, the, the the drain, the, the the shower drain wasn't draining very well, right? At your friend's house? No, no, no. At the Milan hotel. Oh, okay, it gotcha. was flooding out onto the floor. So I, uh -huh. I go downstairs. I go look. This this I I tried to kick the cap off. It's not even draining at all. They're very apologetic in their charming Italian ways. They know I'm an honors member. They check it out. They take me to a room. They go, if this room's okay, we, we, they walk me into this room. It's like Tell out me. of a Bond movie. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a huge suite. It has like, it's bigger than our apartment. It, it has a room with like an oak desk, couches, Italian rugs hanging on the wall, lamps, artwork, mirrors then the ba bathrooms in the back and then another bigger bedroom we have like a patio out onto the veranda it it's insane okay so will this will this like, do mr lawhead will this do she's like run the faucet i ran the faucet and i'm like yeah you see how it's just like going down in range she's like this is good i'm like what are you are you being are you being rhetorical yeah this is good <laughs> so we got this upgrade to this un unbelievable room and you didn't break uh, the you didn't break the thing on purpose to try and get an upgrade because that's something I would I'm do. gonna next time. Yeah, I'm gonna too. next that's time. What that's I a travel do. tip. I did you know, yeah. like how a caddy keeps a yardage book. Yeah, treat a travel tip. Okay. Nice in nice. Milan, break stuff, something in the shower stuff, or just yeah, fit, clog the drain. Yeah, right. 
All right. Uh, so, so now you get upgraded in Milan. Mm -hmm, now you're going to yeah. go training somewhere, right? You're going to go train. No, you train from Lucerne to Milan. Right. Now, now Milan has just walked to see, well, we use the public transportation. We bought like a, a weekend little pass for 13 euros to take any train and bus we want in Milan. So we were about, right. uh, we were about 20 to 25 minutes of train stops outside of like the Duomo and the big, the big piazza where the church is and the gallery and where all the action is, where basically it floods into all the neighborhoods, the fashion neighborhoods, the restaurant neighborhoods, the old neighborhoods. And uh, so we just, you know, obviously just went down there and would hang and do that all day long and walk the streets and maybe take a cable car to a place that's way up here. We wanted to go to this great restaurant, but it was closed on Sundays, but it was in a fashion district where you just, you know, you saw like basically their Rodeo Drive, which is just blows our kind of ideas out of the How water. How expensive are the restaurants? Doing. I mean, like, so. Oh, so the restaurant's not expensive at all. I mean, if you okay. wanted a clothes shop, which we mm. went into this one outlet store and I bought a couple of nice outfits for some pretty good prices. Just yeah, to, uh, clothes. And clothes. How much? So I, 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 well, I ended up spending a few hundred on clothes. All right. All right. So, but that, that, that you don't have to do that, but I, I was, no, all right, I'm just putting the whole thing together because what we're going to do, I know what, how this is going to end. Right. You're so gonna prove to everybody who's watching, this is, this is doable. This is very doable. Okay. So then what happens after Milan? So, you, you know, um, then we take a, a train to low on our way back to Lucerne. We get up early on the, the last day of Milan. And so we did two full days, two nights. And then we, uh, we get up early and we take a train to Lake Como for like a six, seven hour day. And then you can oh, just, just the day. Yeah, just we didn't okay. stay in Lake Como. We just did a whole day. You take like a funicular up the hill. You can see these. There's little neighborhoods up in the hill, hundred year old neighborhood. I was in this neighborhood. We were walk. walk we could take this funicular up to the top of uh, the San Giovanni uh, part of Lake Como because there's all kinds of towns. The lake's huge. But we get it dropped off at the kind of the main town, Lake Como. Mm -hmm. You get this. You're up top. You're looking down. Not only are you looking down on Lake Como and the whole town that's down there, you're up in this little hillside village that's like a like there's some really expensive like maybe Clooney owns that home. And then you go up this little uh, incline around. It's kind of like the Hollywood Hills, but like way less developed and way more desolate. And you go up around. We're putting your uh, pictures up on the screen right now. We're putting your pictures from uh, from Instagram. And we lost them. Right oh my god, we did. He was in the middle of a nice roll too. Jason drops off every first segment. You know what it is? Is that he moves his stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, another old man. Well, I mean, that's what you say. I disagree. Mm, that's just what it is. Yeah. You know how it is. Look at him. And if you just put that picture up on the screen like he's frozen like that, look at him. Yeah. <laughs> disgusted. Yeah, just look at him. Disgusted. Yeah. Look yeah. at him right you know, now. No, this happens. This literally happens every time you're gone. Yeah. Every time. Every time you're gone, he drops off the first segment, whether he touches his computer or not. It's like mm -hmm. it's like warming up like an old yeah. 1990s, 80s vehicle. Mm -hmm. You know, has to turn on. And then yeah. sometimes, it you know, it doesn't really go. As this is why this is why I wanted him to talk about this in the opening segment, because I want to get him going. I want to get him warmed up. I want to get him loose. So now he's completely dropped off and it'll be a matter of seconds before he gets back in. Yes. Um, OK, me and Grande are in the house today. Uh, Jason Lawhead is filling in today for Browner. Browner had to go do some personal stuff. We are in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. Later on today, Dr. David Chow from Sports Injury Central will be here. And we're going to talk to Dr. Chow about tonight's game, which, by the way, um, I don't know how many people really care about tonight's NFL Thursday night football game. But I will just say this, um, from an injury perspective and from a betting perspective, I wonder what Doc Chow will say about Trevor Lawrence 
playing tonight, Jaguars and Saints, but with a sprained knee? Like, how effective can he be? And, you know, where's the right way to go? Game's in New Orleans, and the Saints are one-point favorites. So I'm contemplating, Grande, hitting a little wager on tonight's game. Do you have a strong opinion? Because you're usually pretty good at your picks. Uh, I don't have a line uh, in front of me right now. I don't know what the Yeah, one point. Saints, Saints favored by one. Oh, yeah. I would take the Jaguars on that one. Even with Trevor Lawrence with a sprained knee. I don't think he's uh, necessarily hurt, personally. I think it's more of a, hey, let's just mess with the Saints and tell, like, ooh, will C.J. Beathard play? Ooh, will, you know, Trevor Lawrence may not play? Trevor Lawrence going to play, dude. Oh, no, he's playing. He's he's playing. What I'm curious to hear from Doc Chow later is, what does Doc Chow give him as far as a score in terms of how Mm. good he'll be? That's what I'm wondering. He's not even like a running a running quarterback, really. Nobody so. moves. Everybody moves. I mean, Philip Rivers played a game without an ACL. It's fine. All right, all right. Just get yeah. out there and play, kid. All right. Lawhead is texting me now because Lawhead's like, I can't get back in. Lawhead's like, I'll be back in two. He's probably like restarting yeah. his entire oh, computer. Oh, there he is. He's, there you go. There you go. All right. Never so Jay, I was I was trying never, to tell Scott never that this, this happens no matter what. Always on the first segment. Yeah, that's what Alex said. It's weird. It's that's weird. So go back to the story. So you're in Lake Como. It's yeah. beautiful. Folicula, folicula, uh, folicula, man, whatever the whole thing. Towns. There's like a old cemetery. There's this old like 300-year-old Italian woman walking down the cane into this little town cemetery that's just on this hill that's just like like probably like only like 50 people are buried in this thing. And she's walking down to go to the thing and she's cleaning a grave. And it was like out of a the beginning of a like of a mob movie like i was like i thought the guys were gonna start walking like vito antelini and you <laughs> know they calling yeah the bells picture. ringing from the church it's crazy i see this uh soccer stadium como 1907 did you go down there uh I mean, we were in the you know foot foot areas of it yeah um but in milan which was really cool right outside of our hotel walk to the corner get to a a, a train station there was an actual soccer game going on and so i got mm-hmm. some great video i don't know if you saw that one story where i had some video of the end zone bleachers of these guys doing this italian guys doing this cheer for their team and they were going bananas find out it was still just a warm-ups <laughs> they had because people were still coming in i was like somebody was walking across i'm like Inga, who's, who's winning and they're like nah, not, not text that to me because i'm sure yeah, it was I, either ac or inter milan playing all right, I'll text that to you here in just a second. Um, yeah. All right, so Jay Law, yeah. so 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 you guys go get done at Lake Como, I'm guessing, mm-hmm. and then go back to Lucerne in Switzerland. Yeah, is that right? We go back to Lucerne in the you know evening time, a couple hours. Now it's just a couple hour train ride. We go back to Lucerne in the evening time. We hang with our friends one last night. We have a I, so what I did was um, as a nice get, just like an exit gift to them for just letting us crash and come and go and giving us a key and knowing we wanted to do all these things while. Carl, my buddy, Carl, uh, Bonnie's uh, uh, husband had to work. Um, and so I bought a in Lake Como. I went to this fresh place. I asked the guy, one guy, where's the best where the regulars go to buy like fresh pasta? Sent me to this great little little side cut in the side street hole in the wall, little place where the guy had his little room and his little pastry. And he had fresh ravioli dusted all over fresh pasta, anything that you want. He was making it right then and there bringing. So I was like, I got a bunch of different kinds of ravioli. We got this like house made pesto or like a a spicy uh, pesto with like a, a little pepperoncini in it that he jars. We brought that back bottle of wine, took it on the train, went back. I cooked them dinner at their place. I made a nice ravioli and a sauce. 
little bit of cheese that we had bought, some fresh cheese and some wine. We had a great last night hanging out. And then, yeah, we took an afternoon flight to Zurich, which is like an hour train ride back to LAX. And what's crazy is you leave Zurich at 1.30 in the afternoon. You're on a plane for 12 hours and you get back to LA at 4.30 in the afternoon. It's only three hours difference on the clock, which wow. is pretty wild. But, All right, here's um, my here's my estimate. You ready for this? Because mm -hmm. Alex is getting ready. Alex is going to be going on a honeymoon. Well, you didn't estimate a lot of travel in Switzerland is expensive. So okay, this trip you is way more expensive than just going to like an Italy or a Spain. Yeah, but you didn't tell me about a whole bunch of travel in Switzerland. Okay, so I'm going to tell you that. So All right, I'm, we got to hustle all, up here. <laughs> all right, all the train stuff we did, probably mm -hmm. at least three fifty dollars a piece. Oh, three fifty each in in train. Yeah, in American, okay. let's say. Okay. And then right. let's say on top of that, the food, Italy and Switzerland. We didn't eat a ton in Switzerland, and mm -hmm. like we like it wasn't like the kind of food that we were like, oh, we have to eat like you do in Italy. Mm -hmm. So, um, I would say you know another four to yeah, what's a hundred a day? Five, okay. six, six, six hundred dollars total probably mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. food. Okay. All right. Here's what I got. You ready for this, Alex? You and Mar on a honeymoon. Where are you guys planning yeah. on going? Uh, Barcelona and Florence. Mm. Okay. Very here, here, good, good spots. Here's what I think I got for you. I got $1,500 in flights. I'm going to estimate, I'm going to call it 1700. I don't know about upgrades or whatever. I upgraded but, extra leg room and bulkhead to about little, little less than 1900 total. But by the time I paid okay. both of our, yeah. All right. I'm going to go 2000. Cause I'm going to go high here. 2000 for flights, zero for accommodations in Lucerne. Cause he had friends there. Okay. Mm -hmm. in Lucerne. Very nice. It would have okay. been expensive. Uh, I've got about $450 in the Milan Hilton, even though he got the upgrade. Um, I've got about a hundred dollars in just a little bit of random train. I've got, uh, then Jason gave us the $700. Milan Hilton was three fifty six out the door. I mean, that was all I'm paying. I, yeah, I had nice. 400. Okay. So here's what I got. I got 2000. I got 400. I got 700 in train chain train. I got 600 in food. I got 300 in clothes. And this is just, I'm going to say this whole trip right now, 31, 30, uh, I'm going to say this whole trip, this whole trip comes in at around $4,000. Yeah. You can't get a, you can't get a, you can't get a ticket to a you know, NFL playoff game, Super Bowl for that. Am I close? Am I right on? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I would have to go back to all little, cause I, I, I had a little, I had a done well on some corporates this year. So I went and splurged on a little extra, um, clothing and some, some, mm -hmm. some things that I yeah. liked that I wanted to get <laughs> Charlie Chaplin museum. I got a few things from there and his gift shop. Unbelievable experience, by the way, Charlie Chaplin's home. I was always been a huge Chaplin fan. I know we're running out of time, but unbelievable experience to go to his home. And that museum's incredible. Where's that at? In Corsair Corsair near Geneva, Lake Geneva is about a oh. three hour train ride from okay. Lucerne. French got side. They speak French on that side. German on this side. Yeah, so. got it, got it. Because uh, I was once there, Geneva. I landed in Geneva and went to a place called Lake Annecy, which was oh, right across the way. Beautiful place, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lake Geneva. Dude, okay, look, world we're just getting travelers. going. We got we no, you're getting ready to be a world traveler on the Jason Lawhead budget. Stick around. <laughs> we're just getting going. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. This is Cap. Hey, great friends. What's happening? It's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We are in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. Me and Grande are here. Brown Man is out. Comedian Jason Lawhead is in. He just was telling us about his adventures through Europe, which, by the way, I just applaud you so much, man. 
European vacation on a budget. I was just telling Alex and, and Browner the other day, I saw this girl on Instagram and she's like, Hey, you want to go skiing in Europe or you want to go skiing in Colorado? I'll show you how much less expensive it is to go skiing in Europe. And she winds up telling you this whole story about flights to Switzerland or this flights to Vail or flights to Denver cost this hotels in Vail cost this hotels in Switzerland cost this uh, food and everything else and lift tickets and ski rentals and everything else in Vail cost this and everything over here in Europe is only cost this. And by the time it was all done, the Colorado ski vacation was like $10,000 mm-hmm. and ski vacation was like $3,000. So I love to hear you, Jason, when you yeah. talk about this stuff uh, and, and really quickly, before we start going into some football and getting back into what we do around here, um, you mentioned corporate gigs. Do you have a gig this Friday night? I think I've seen some stuff on your social media. Uh, I, I'm just doing all the Oceanside Brewing Company on Saturday night. And then, uh, yeah, I've got a night. I've actually got a corporate gig uh, coming up uh, in a couple of weeks locally at the Lomas Santa Fe. I'm helping raise money for the La Colonia Community Foundation, which I'd love to talk about later in the show if you got some time. And it's Solana Beach. It benefits the park and all the you know, the kind of gentrified neighborhood that is Solana Beach and 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 and, and it gives back to the community that's been here for so long. And you learned a lot about the diversity of Solana Beach and how it became uh, what it is. And it's really cool. So they reached out to me. I'm looking forward. It's the Diaz de los Mulligans golf outing at Loma Santa Fe Country Club, Monday, October 30th, my birthday, actually. So Wow, it's going to cool. be a lot of fun. So uh, I'll and give just this, some, this, this, some info. This Saturday night, though, this Saturday night, you're Oceanside where? Brewing Company in Oceanside. Come on out. Yeah, it uh, should be a fun show. Crowds, uh, first time doing it, but uh, looking forward to headlining it out there. And they got a hold of me. I did a Temecula last Saturday and doing this one. And I'll be featuring for Jim Florentine at the Comedy Store in La Jolla the week uh, weekend, the first weekend of November, 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Jim Florentine from Crank Yankers and Howard Stern, East Coast guy, um, well-known. So I'll be doing that. And then I head to Vegas second week, uh, Laugh Factory for a week. Probably the last time I'll do the Tropicana before they turn it into a baseball field. So that'll be kind of cool. And, um, yeah. Uh, Dude, you're all over the place. Are you Things doing your Thanksgiving? Right are you doing your, is it annual Thanksgiving Tropicana thing? Is that? No, that's that going to get moved up. Yeah, I usually do it okay. on Thanksgiving. I'm doing, move. I'm moved, they moved it up. Um, so I'm doing the second week of November. Dude, I'm happy for you, man. I, I'm actually really proud, not of you. I mean, I'm like, like I'm not yeah, your dad. I mean, I'm just proud for you, man. You're kicking Jason, ass. I'm going to be in Vegas. When are you doing great? Vegas? November okay. 6th through the 12th. Oh, Monday okay. the 6th, okay. Sunday the 12th, two shows a night. When are you going, Alex? When's the I fly in the 17th. Ah, yeah, that would have been awesome to go check you out. Yeah, 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 I would have been able to take care of you. So Jay Lawhead is in today for for Browner. Um, Listen, we're not going to be on the air tomorrow. We'll have a best of show for you. So for those of you that are snickering right now saying, how can you possibly put together a best of of this show? Don't worry, we will. And by the way, we (laughs) pissed off a lot of people yesterday, Alex. Man, did we piss off some people yesterday. Um, Just the whole Mario Lopez. Oh, yeah, I I knew that was coming. You did? You can't talk about someone's race and being authentic without pissing people off. Like, it's very understandable. Yeah. What happened with Mario Lopez? Well, I just was saying well, that that you know he has these videos of him in Dean Spanos's suite during Charger games. Ah. You know, and the thing about Mario Lopez is, I think he's from Chula Vista. I think, um, but he's always talking about kind of like his San Diego pride, and right. yet you know the Chargers moved closer to him. They actually accommodated mm-hmm. him. You know what I mean? And sure. so he's still a Charger fan. That's cool. I got plenty of friends who still are. And um, even though I'm the Charger hater guy, 
And um, and then we were just talking about just Mario Lopez, and he just turned fifty, and how ripped and how lean he was. And then Browner kind of said, Browner called him a fake Mexican. <laughs> yeah, he kind of called. Yeah, kind of Browner kind of went after him, and then Alex kind of jumped on him also, and he's like, you know, he's doing these food tours now, and he speaks, you know, very uh, I don't know how'd you call it, but he he he, all, he turns it on when he says certain mm-hmm. words, is the way Alex described it. Yeah, like yeah. this morning I had, you know, I made some eggs and bacon with tortillas. You know, like that. He, he, he yeah, he, you know, he, yeah, if exactly. there's a double R very, or a double L in there, you gotta, you he goes very sense. Alex Trebek when correcting someone on, on the wrong answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. So, um, anyway, so yeah, so we took a bunch of heat from everybody yesterday. Like, why are you guys all over Mario Lopez? You know, he's a real one. I'm like, it's just for a goof. It's just yeah. funny that the guys from San Diego loves to be from San Diego, San Diego proud. And there he is at the Dodger games with all his LA gear. Cause look, that guy Nobody hears the good stuff when we're talking. Right. About but he's like, right. you know, he's the real one. I don't get We called that, him one of the most attractive men ever. We, <laughs> we said like the career he's built for himself is incredible. Yeah. Like to go from acting to no longer ever acting. You know, like well, he's saw. just like a basically he's just like a, a Hollywood news reporter. Right. Right. Like, he's become a he's become a I mean, TV I, personality host. And I was saying that I'm impressed with that. And I I'm not only impressed with it, but I mean, I just I. I admire the guy. I think he's great, but it's just kind of a fun thing that if you have San Diego sports roots and you move to LA, like he has, he's become a Dodger fan. He's not a Padre fan. He's still a Charger fan because they've come closer to him. And by the way, he's not alone. My man, Adrian Gonzalez, he's a huge Charger fan. He loves to brag about that. Joe Uh, Musgrove. Joe Musgrove was at the game the other day, taking pictures with LT. Uh, You know, you you see LeBron. uh, Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he's a Cowboys fan. Yeah. So, it's just kind of a funny thing that everybody was giving us a hard time yesterday. Get off Mario Lopez. I'm like, oh, Mario Lopez can handle himself. He I, he I, yeah. you know? Yeah. So he Jay didn't Long. hear a single word of that yesterday. So he's fine. Yeah. Um, Jay Long. Mm-hmm. But I'll bet you he did hear it, Alex. I'll bet you he did. Because don't, don't discount how, how, you know, 1090 reaches LA and has always been crystal clear in LA. Yeah. Dude, I got and, a, I was in LAX. I turned on my car cuz I short short term parking. I turned on my car. I was listening to it on the way up. It was clear as a bell in LAX parking lot. Mhm. 1090. Yeah, I know. So, so don't discount it because with his San Diego roots and uh, you know, eight, knowing Adrian the way he does and Adrian having been on the show for so many years. You know, I haven't spoken to Adrian in a long time. Um it, don't be surprised if Mario Lopez doesn't want to kick my ass somewhere. You know, like well, as if it's Adam, Sean Merriman. Add him to the list. <laughs> add him to the list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, J-Law, listen, I'm going to jump uh-huh. into some football stuff yeah. here. I love it. Uh, I love it, man. Yeah. There's, and there's how some... great was this? I planned my trip nine months ahead, and I landed on the Browns bye week. That was the Sunday I was gone, dude. Oh, the only man. idea that if he didn't <laughs> – I got – I did that before the NFL schedule came out. And, and you didn't even know. Did, oh, so you just got lucky. You just got, I got lucky, lucky that the, the NFL schedule landed on the bye week after I had already made my uh, made my vacation plan. Yeah. That's great. Um, hey, speaking of our Browns, by the way, oh, oh, um, oh. I got to tell you something, man. I am so like, I can't figure out the Deshaun Watson situation. And I, I swear right to you, I haven't called my boy Alex. God damn it. The sun keeps changing outside and my lighting in my studio keeps changing. All of a sudden, I'm like Casper the ghost on half my face and the other half looks normal. I mean, it's crazy what's going on today with the weather. The weather's Um, been wacky. So um, I'm going to have to get up and like move some things around because I can't look like this on TV, man. I look like, I mean, this is ridiculous how stupid I look. And Alex doesn't care. He doesn't like saying to me, hey, man, like just call a timeout here. Lighting's all Watch, look. 
All right, so I'm just jumping into some football. You know, you mentioned your Cleveland yeah. Browns, right, dude? I don't know. I, I swear to you, J-Law, I have not called my boy Alex and said, hey, mm -hmm. Alex, what's up with, with Deshaun? I don't want to – I don't like to put him in that position, you know what I mean? Can you call um, for some Rams tickets for me? Uh, Rams, uh, Rams, Browns, December third, sure. yeah, yeah, December third. Yeah, we're planning on going. Mm. Uh, we're, we're definitely planning on going. I mean, I'd like to get in on some of that action, yeah, or even would, if they, you? even if they, ha even if he has some that he sells through the team, so I ain't got to take the whack. No, no, he ain't gonna sell them to you. No, he'll get them for no, me. but some employees will. Okay, well, I mean, listen, I'll tell you this: I'm going to a, the Browns Rams game on December third, and then the following week, I'm going on December tenth to the Browns Jags in Cleveland. Are you? You're gonna love this. You're gonna love this. You ready? December 9th, my son graduates college wow. at West Liberty. You know, and then what we're gonna do is we're gonna go into Pittsburgh Saturday night. We're gonna celebrate his graduation, and then on Sunday morning, we're gonna get up, we're gonna drive to Cleveland, we're gonna go to the game in Cleveland, then we're gonna hang out for the day and night, and then we're gonna get up super early in the morning. We're gonna fly back from Cleveland to San Diego. And that's gonna be a huge game for both of those teams at that time of the year with Jacksonville coming down with everybody in that division kind of just equal right now. That That's gonna be a huge. Well, tonight, you know, Jacksonville- My brain's not ready for what you just said. I know, I know. Cause Cleveland, it's... Jacksonville being a huge game in December well, just melted me. But it yeah. will be. Well, yeah, you know what? You, you say it will be, but I don't know, man. Because what worries me is, is that Deshaun Watson, he didn't look good when he was completely healthy. Um, He's now not completely healthy and not playing. And I really wonder, you know, like, like when I look at a guy like Austin Eckler, I say that Austin Eckler is not going to give the Chargers one ounce, not one ounce of overtime, meaning if he if his little pinky finger hurts a little bit because he got a boo-boo on it, he ain't playing because he thinks he's underpaid. In the in the case of Deshaun Watson, what I really wonder about is this. That money's guaranteed. Hey, if he should I don't be mowing feel, the field before right, the game right, at right, that if, price. If, if if I'm at like 85%, man, you know what? I'm not in danger of getting cut. Um, I'm not in danger of not collecting, you know, bonus money. I'm not in danger of that. I got a 250 million fully guaranteed contract. And guess what? I haven't played all that well yet. So I don't want to go out and play when I'm like not a hundred percent, when I don't have to worry about the money. I'm not getting incentives. I'm not getting bonuses. I'm not getting any of that stuff that I have to go earn. They're giving it to me. So when I wonder about Eckler, he's not willing to give the chargers anything extra because they won't pay him. When I think about Watson, I wonder, will he not give them anything extra? Because his money's guaranteed. Well, yeah. And look, at the end of the day, I've, I've stopped worrying about it at this point because what I, what I have seen, not just what I saw with the defense, I think that this defense, they what's funny is they beat the 49ers the 49er way. They physically dominated them. They sent guys to the locker room that didn't come back. And they won with a quarterback that, who knows? Who knows who's our quarterback, right? Like, how many times has this San Francisco team that we see now that's been to the Super Bowl, that's gone back to the NFC Championship, how many times have they done it with whoever's been behind center? And they've gone out and they've just physically imposed themselves, and they've had good enough offensive weapons to, which we do, Cooper. I mean, a huge third down seven catch on the sideline to keep that drive going. You know, Ford has really come into his own. Hunt is a weapon back. You got Najoku. So you've got guys. And, and what I've seen this defense was able to win. This defense was able to win against a really good team. And they've, they've got record numbers in five games. If you look at the Bengals, 
the Titans and the 49ers. All their games they played this year, their lowest offensive output was against the Browns defense. So this team with the schedule they're looking at, look, at the end of the day, they don't have some blistering schedule ahead of them. They've got games that this defense can go out. And much like I described with the 49ers, the 49ers defense over the last few years is like one of those five-man pitching staffs that are just like, you know, the old Braves pitching staff. Just go out and get us a run or two. You get us a run or two, we're going to win this game. And if you just go out and get us 10, 17, 20 points, go get us a couple of scores, we're going to win this game. And right now, I think this Browns team, I, I think they've accepted the fact that Chubb's gone and they've got some guys that'll that'll work their way in. I think Garrett has really turned into a leader. I think Stefanski's starting to come into his own a little bit. That game was big that he didn't go try to just throw the playbook all over the place on this. He kept the Walker kid between his his ears. He let the defense do the job. And if he does that more out throughout the season, they can beat a lot of these teams. And maybe Watson comes back 100% healthy. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe they're burned, but at the end of the day, they've got a really good chance to become a really good football team. I hope you're right. I do. I hope that, that you're right, that on December 10th, and Alex, you said you couldn't wrap your head around that date. I hope that when, when December 10th comes and Jacksonville, who we'll see play tonight, because I haven't been seeing Jacksonville play. They've been playing over in England at 6 o'clock in the mm-hmm. morning. I've been right. watching those games. So uh, we'll watch Cleveland and Indianapolis this weekend. Alex, let's take a look at some of the other games, though, that we have our most interest in, and we'll make our picks today because we're going to be off the air tomorrow. But um, just in terms of the games that we're most interested in this weekend. All right, Alex, walk us through these. Well, Chargers versus Chiefs in Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City five and a half point favorites over the two and three Chargers. Uh, The Chiefs making some news today. They traded and got McCole Hardman, wide receiver, back from the Jets on their team. Obviously, the Chiefs offense has been the issue this year. Uh, they have a, they have an incredible defense, and it'd be scary if they can figure out the offense. Their defense is allowing 14.7 points per game. That's second best in all of football, believe it or not. So, And also, they are reportedly about to sign Frank Clark again, who got re- released by the Broncos last week. So the Chiefs are getting the band back together, and now they're hosting the Chargers. Five-and-a-half-point right, so favorites. I'll, I'll tell you this right now. Um, this is the kind of game that – one of two things happens. The Chargers can win this game. They just can. They've, they've got the team to win this kind of game. And because Kansas City's offense hasn't been firing on all of their cylinders yet, and we know how bad the Charger pass defense is, um, this is the kind of game where it's early enough in the season and the weather's right there. You could actually go in there and score a win because they're they're capable. They've got the roster to do it. We've seen them do it. But more likely is that the Chargers will probably go there keep it close and find a way to lose at the end. So I'll just tell you this, as much as I think Kansas city wins the game, no problem. Um, I don't think it's by more than five and a half points. I I actually think this is probably like a three point game or like a 27, 24 ish, uh, 31, 28 kind of a game. So I I see the game as being closer. Alex, you've been way better at your picks so far this year. I'm just curious before we make an official pick, what are you, what are you thinking? Oh, it's Chargers five and a half. Uh, Chargers are not, listen, they lose games not because they're a bad football team, but because they do stupid things or their coaches does terrible decisions. So five and a half is like a gift to betters, in my opinion. And if you go back to their last five matchups, here's mm-hmm. a stat for you. You know who okay. has the largest victory over one another? The Chargers. Uh-huh. They, in 2021, beat the Chiefs by 17. Every other game has been a one-score game. No way. Since then. Yep. One score. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Now, wait, one score is, is could be seven points. So how many of them are closer than five and a half? Uh, well, yeah. So last year it was 30, 27 chiefs. It was mm-hmm. 27, 24 chiefs before that it was chiefs, 34, 28. So there you go. Mm-hmm. And then 30, 24. So they're all within a touchdown. Okay. Uh, I just mm. think that the chiefs offensively are not really clicking as they, as we expect them to. Yeah. But here McCall comes Hardman, defense. Yeah. But I don't think McCall Hardman is anywhere near Tyreek Hill. I don't think McCall Hardman. Even like we can talk about Juju Smith Schuster all we want, but he was good for them last year decently. So I just think that the Chiefs offense is still lacking in the wide receiver position. So I don't see them going out there and crushing the Chargers. But I, yeah. I see them winning. Yeah, me too. Three point game. What do you think, Jay? I, I mean, I don't even care what the spread is. This is a, almost a must win for the Chargers. Almost a must win because if they have four losses in six games and they've already used up the bye week now. In the AFC, good luck. Good luck with the coaching yeah. staff you have and the way you've been able to manage games and your reputation. Good luck trying to keep that to six or seven losses at the end of the season. Because right now, like this is almost a do or die. Like, we're, we're are we good enough to even win this? Like, so throw, yeah. if Kansas City goes out and beats them by a point, it's too many. So the Chargers have been. The Tennessee Titans, who are two and four, and the Chargers have been the Minnesota Vikings, who are two and four, and they barely won those games. Yeah. So and, and looking at the schedule coming up at Kansas City, home against the Bears should be an e- should be an easy win. I take at that the back. G- they beat the Raiders, not the Titans. They lost Thank the you. Titans. They Thank beat you. the Raiders. I was like, I was like that didn't sound right. Um, yeah. yeah. At the Chiefs, home against the Bears, at the Jets. That is no gimme game. Nope. Home game. against the Lions, no gimme game. In fact, they'll be Lions will be oh, favored. Uh, at Green Bay, the Ravens. I mean, just looking at the schedule, you know they've still got the Bills to play, the Chiefs twice, the Ravens. Has Chargers Bears been flexed out of Sunday Night Football yet? Oh God, I hope so, because that needs to happen. Nobody wants to watch that. Nobody. No, nobody does. And that, what right. is that? Week nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that should be on London time, but not in London. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's they should put it on at two thirty in the morning or German okay. time, but not yeah. on Ger- not. So <laughs> here, dear dear NFL, put Bengals 49ers on Sunday night. Right, exactly like, right. Get us out of whatever Chicago at the Chargers is, dude. How about Rams at Dallas on yeah. Sunday night? Now that's a good game. Hey, like, I, that's I, a very good game. So let me do this. I want to say so. So we're talking. Started off talking about this Charger game this weekend. Uh, against the Chiefs. We'll move into the Rams. We'll move into the Raiders and we'll move into Thursday night football. All still coming up. One Friday you were gone. Yeah. The Friday you were gone one Friday recently. Yeah. Uh, Jason went three and oh in his picks. Oh, really? Yep. Wow. Because Jay, I've been terrible. Browners. Odd. You know, so we'll all make our picks coming up here shortly, and we'll look at some of the other games. I'll that start texting you every in. Friday when I'm not on the show, which ones I like. Okay. Oh, that would help me. You can add me a lot. You can add. No, I'm saying you can add it to the standings. Hey, Jay. Oh, I was just going to take your picks. Yeah, I wasn't hoping to put no, you in the standings. No, no, no. I was, I was hoping somebody would make me look smart. I look like an idiot no. every week. You're a freaking jerk over here. No, I'm uh, here to hey. make you look like further that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm here to help. Jay, have you tried or have you heard about the Mushroom Life products that we're promoting? No, I, I've been hearing Browner uh, on some Dude. of the shows I've been catching. Yeah, I've been hearing Dude, Browner. Sustained energy. Sustained mm-hmm. energy here. Optimal sleep right here. Ooh, and now like check that. out what we do. Check out what we do for our clients now uh, and our partners. This is the arousal sex drive. Dude, you got to try this with your wife. So, 
How oh, about yeah? those pictures that Brent sent over yesterday? Oh, my God. Hilarious. Why? She's um, been talking to you? <laughs> AJ, check this out. Check this out. Take your phone right now. Uh -huh. Right. Okay. Look at the screen. And everybody yep. who's watching on TV, everybody's watching on YouTube. You can do this, too. Mm -hmm. Put your phone up to the screen or you don't have to put it up to the screen. But you see the QR code right there, dude? You see it on, on your oh, screen, yeah, on your computer yeah, yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nice. now you can QR code directly over to our sponsors. So if oh, like you're watching right now and you're like, hey, I wanted to hear more about this mushroom life thing. All you have to do now is put your phone up to the screen. Um, you know what I'm saying. And yeah, look at go, that. I got it. How about that? Pretty cool, huh? My QR code, my mushroom life, my QR code, mushroomlife.com. Pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Great friends. Right to the great friends. 50% hey. off. Nice, That's bro. Right. That's right. Uh, stick around, everybody. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. Let's take a look at the Rams. Let's take a look at the Raiders. Let's take a look at Thursday Night Football. Hang with us. This is Kaplan and Crew. All right, everybody. Hey, quick time out here. So I got to send a shout out to our people from Mushroom Life. And I uh, was bragging about them just the other day to a friend. And I was telling him about the Euphoria product. And, you know, the Euphoria product is not what you think when you think mushrooms. It's not a psilocybin, uh, trippy sort of a thing. But it is definitely a Euphoria product. So be careful when you take it, because I was telling this guy the other day, the same story I've told you guys, where we were just taking little bites, little bites, and it went late into the night. And the next day, the girls couldn't get out of bed. We were in a big you know, trip with a whole bunch of couples. The ladies couldn't get out of bed because they took a lot and it took it late and they got all messed up. So be careful when you take this stuff. But let's say you use prescription pills for sleep or for uh, erectile dysfunction, focus, um, you know, anything really that you use prescription pills for. There is a plant-based medication, Mushroom Life, here in Carlsbad that could be a, a, a more holistic, organic solution. So check them out. Mushroomlife.com slash great friends. You save 50% on your first purchase. First purchase. Mushroom Life, L-Y-F-E, mushroomlife.com slash great friends. And uh, did I give a shout out to our man, Gary Cooper? I don't think I did. I want to give him a, a quick shout out because, uh, Gary, we, we talked to him earlier in the week. Been in business 20 years. If you've been in business 20 years, you know what that means? You're grinding. And he's not in the kind of business where 20 years later, he's a multi-gazillionaire. He put one foot in front of the other every day, helping people just like you. He's helped me. He's helped Alex. He helped Billy Ray. Helping people get into home ownership, helping people back in the day refinance, but helping you with any of your real estate needs. Gary says it's still a great time to buy. Talk to him. Let him explain. 858-376-1299. 858-376-1299. Back to the show. Hey, ooh, that didn't. Whoa. 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 Hey, everybody. Kaplan's yeah. going through puberty. Yeah. Hey, great friends. What's up? Yeah, yeah that was bad. Dude, I, I can't believe it. I couldn't think of, I've got like a little bit of a cold. I can't Me believe too. I do. Me I too. hate it. I, Me too. Dude, is yours nagging too? Like it's nothing, but it's no, nagging. No, it just okay. started. Mine's it like on four. Oh, man. Oh, mine I'm started like yesterday, days. dude. I literally started yesterday. <laughs> And I was like, <clears throat> like, there was something in my throat. You know what I mean? And then, and then today, today, like I was sleeping last night and I, my right nostril still hasn't come back into operation yet. You know, so I'm, I'm a yeah. one nostril guy right now. And I'm a mouth breather right now because I'm only half a nostril. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a left nostril guy, right nostril not working. Yeah, I was. I'm like on a like. I'm I'm better today, but I last two nights I finally did Nyquil. But yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, I'm I'm like going um, through my house. I'm looking for uh, a Flonase. I want to take that giant green like thing and stick it up my beak, and then yeah. like spray that stuff into my head. You know, 
And then yeah. like, finally I'll be able to like breathe out of my right nostril. Oh my God. It's horrible. It's horrible. It is. And it's like, it's not affecting me. It's not like, it's not, I don't feel like brought down, like sick. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's just a nuisance and it's yeah. there and it's lingering. I can't get yeah. rid of it. I know. Linger. Me too. I know. Hey, it's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown man. Jason Lloyd is in today for the Brown man. If you're just getting with us, we were starting to go through NFL games that we're interested in this weekend. We started with the chargers and the chiefs chiefs are five and a half point favorites at home. And it's just one of those weird games that I think the chargers like, when you think they're down and out, like the way they lost last week to the Cowboys, all of a sudden a team like the Chargers goes on the road and takes on the Super Bowl champions and can beat them. That, that could happen. Yeah, but, I'm taking them only because they have to win it. I mean, well, we just saw the Browns beat the 49ers with P.J. Walker. I mean, to say that the Chargers can go to Arrowhead and win is not a stretch by any no, Jets, no, Jets beat the Eagles right. with Zach Wilson. Exactly. So – I'll say this. I mean, obviously, I favor Mahomes over Herbert. That's obvious, but not that much. Although Herbert, you know, we've been making this case uh, all week, kind of going backwards a little bit. Yeah. But really, coach for coach. Nah, um, I mean, it's not even – it's like one guy, two-time Super Bowl champion, and a guy who's going to the Hall of Fame, and the other guy is like a little kid. That Do you think that there's something there, though, with Matt Nagy? Because we can blame the wide receivers, but and I know Andy Reid is the play caller. But technically, you know, like the enemy left mm -hmm. and Matt Nagy was and we've we it's been documented by the guys not here today over and over and over. He's not very good. And Matt Nagy's the offensive coordinator there now. And is you think there's something there as to why the Chiefs offensively haven't clicked? Or do you think Maybe. it's a lack of skill player? No, it, it's possible. I mean, you change your coordinator and even though he may not be calling the plays during the game, he is suggesting what plays to call number one. And number two, he's designing the game plan all week. Mahomes could have been, because he won two Super Bowls, with Biennemi as his coordinator. He could have been very comfortable, very happy. They could have designed plays differently or, or seen defensives differently or studied film differently. There's no doubt it could be. But you see, Andy Reid is doing what I think Bill Belichick has done. He keeps bringing his people back. Sure. You know, hey, we were successful with this guy. Bring him back. Hey, that guy's not playing for the mm -hmm. Jets. Bring that receiver back. That guy got cut by the Broncos. Bring him back. This coach got fired as the head coach of Chicago, but this guy's leaving for Washington. Bring him back. I mean, yeah. Andy Reid is one of those kinds of guys that has a, a circle and he wants to mm -hmm. keep it tight. Mm -hmm. Done pretty well for him. Yes, it has. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, he's one of the greatest coaches with that second Super Bowl and that win-loss record. He's one of the greatest coaches in the history of the game. No, no doubt. No yeah. doubt. That's and right. uh, and un unlike Belichick, you know, he's had success with different quarterbacks. Oh, and, yeah. And, and different teams. Yeah. And yeah, different organizations. I mean, and I now the reports are, are are already out there yeah. about Bill two. Belichick. Uh, Albert Breer, I believe Sports Illustrated reported today, uh, Bob Kraft already having conversations about firing Bill Belichick. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Firing. I, I don't see it. Here's how I see it. Uh, Kraft says to Belichick, Bill. Look, since Tom left, things obviously aren't the same. And you're not just the coach. You're also kind of the guy making the decisions on the roster. So, like, in total, it's just not working out anymore. You know, we, when we had Tom for all those years, we had consistency. And we had this long run. I think, were they together 18 years? Does that sound right? 19, maybe, yeah. Was it 19? Six maybe Super Bowls. Eight, yeah. yeah. Looks like Alex is frozen on the screen. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I'll just keep talking anyway. Um, <laughs> so, um, 
I can't see I can't see Belichick being fired. I could see Kraft saying to him, Bill, it's time you yes. should step down, right? Yeah. But I but I also um could see Belichick saying, Oh no, 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 no. I'm not stepping down. I want to continue. I want to rebuild this whole thing. And I could see uh Kraft saying, um, no, it you, you it's time for you to resign. And Belichick saying, I will not resign. Okay, then I'm gonna have to fire you. I mean, I could Be- see it going down that yeah, way. I, I totally could see it going that that way because I think Belichick doesn't want to feel like he's a post-Brady failure and he wants a chance to dig himself out of this hole. But at the end of the day, you're 70 some years old, dude. You're like, why don't you just take the take the deal? That's what I would do too. And I think Kraft is smart enough to 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 say. Let's just let's just retire at the end of the season. Yeah, right. Then you retire. then you retire at the yeah. end of the season, and guess what? Then yeah, there'll be a few little flames about you weren't as good without. But guess what? If I have to fire you in the middle of it, the stories will run wild about how you have been fired since Tom Brady. Tom yeah. Brady owns part of a football team now after a Super Bowl in Tampa, and you got fired. Like, do you want that on your epitaph? Or do you want to be able to say, you know, it was a great run. I'm going to hand it over to somebody younger. I'm going to help Bob, you know, pay oversee. But come on, man. Like, if if Kraft gives him that deal, which I agree, I think there's got to be something in there to be like, if Kraft ain't saying it to him, he's got an advisor going down to, going down to Bill's people going, tell him, tell your client that, you know, we want him to step down at the end of the year. And if he doesn't, then, then he's going to deal with the embarrassment of getting fired after a game on a Sunday. Do you want that? Do you want me to fire him at four o'clock East coast time on a Sunday? Cause I'm yeah. going to do that. If he doesn't step down at the end of the year and sign this right now to do it. Yeah. Hey, um, I, I feel like we got Jason Lawhead here because uh, Browner's out today. And then Alex just texted me. He lost internet at his house. And I feel like I'm in the back seat of a car and the driver <laughs> has like passed out. You know what I mean? Uh, like, like, I'm like holding the, the wheel, dude. I'm holding yeah, the wheel. I'm, right. I'm in the I'm in the passenger seat. Yeah. I'm doing this. Like, like we're still going. The show's still on, but we've lost our driver. We've lost it. It's like you know, you're flying in a plane, and you're right. and, and all of a sudden you're like the pilot. Something happened to the pilot, and you have to sit down in the pilot's chair, and you have to put on the headphones, and you have to tell air traffic control, I don't know how to fly. Okay, can someone talk us down? I'll do my best. You know, and then you, and then you get uh, uh, Lloyd Bridges on the. I picked the wrong week to stop sniffing glue <laughs> from the movie Airplane. Yeah, but um, um, we're still dude, recording. So, it says it's work. It says oh it's no, recording. we're going. We're good. Yeah. We're good. So listen. So keep it on here. Um, mm-hmm. The Rams and the Steelers this mm-hmm. weekend is a game I'm going to be keeping my eye on. Um, I don't know if you're watching this game. I, I don't think a lot of people give the Steelers much of a chance. I don't believe that, frankly. Um, the, the Rams are a good, solid three and three team. Um, as long as their offensive line is healthy and their quarterback can be upright, they got a chance because they've got skill guys. They've got good wide receivers. They've got a really good tight end. You know what the Rams don't have Jay? They don't have any running backs. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole running back room got decimated with injuries. Um, your, your frontline guy, Kyron Williams was really your backup guy at the beginning of the year. Cause Cam Akers was your starter. They got rid of Cam Akers. Here comes Kyron Williams. He has the best game of his career last week, 160 yards rushing, 158. Um, Then Ronnie Rivers, the backup, so the third string guy. He's gone now too. They're signing guys off other teams' practice squads, and they're promoting guys from the practice squad, 
And so for a team that is usually not committed to the run, who has a big second half running the ball last week, what what I would be worried about if I were a Rams fan is we actually don't run the ball at all. And, and because Pittsburgh's going to know that, and in, if they can't establish any kind of a run, look out for T.J. Watt coming after Matthew Stafford. You know, and Stafford's a tough guy, and he plays through a lot of injuries, but he could take a lot of hits in a game like this. What do you think about Pittsburgh and the Rams? I'll tell you, I think the Rams are in for a, a tough ball game because you're absolutely right. Like, Pittsburgh already d- has done a decent job against the run this year. They did it against uh, us to a degree. I mean, they snapped our best player's leg backwards, but they they did it to Baltimore last week. And if the Rams can't get off the line of scrimmage and get some yards going forward on the run game, good luck because you're right. T.J. Watt, the rest of that defense, they're going to come bring the heat on Stafford. And, you know, Pittsburgh, every time, until the, until Pittsburgh doesn't have a chance in a game, they always have a chance. I mean, I don't care. Like I, I said this before the season, if you were co- their quarterback, they're going to go nine and eight. They just seem, you know, Tomlin gets, doesn't get the credit he deserves as a great coach. He's going to come in. They're going to be on the road. They're going to be prepared. Um, you know, they took a nosedive against the Texans earlier. I think Stroud surprised them and the wheels fell off and, uh, you know, uh, but for the most part, Pickett has given them the opportunities. He's kept them in the ball game, um, and so uh, you know, unless the Rams can really disrupt him and make him just have a night he wants to forget, I think the Steelers are going to win this game. So here's the thing: last week, the Jets, as you mentioned, beat Philadelphia, who was undefeated, and Cleveland beat San Francisco, who was undefeated. And I don't think going into last week's games, anybody thought the Jets or the Browns were truly an upper echelon AFC team. Maybe you might call them middle of the road thus far, and that's what their three and three records have them at. Uh, But these two middle of the road AFC teams beat the two upper echelon undefeated teams in the NFC. And I just, I don't know if I should look at that as a pattern, but I give the Steelers every chance. I know a lot of Rams fans are just chalking this one up to a win because they look at the Steelers and they go, they don't have a quarterback. Yeah, maybe they don't have a Lamar Jackson sort of a quarterback or a Josh Allen sort of a quarterback or somebody that I would call, you know, Mahomes, Herbert, franchise guys. Maybe Pickett isn't a franchise guy yet. He's only a second-year player. But with that team, I, I don't mind a game manager. You know, I don't mind him. Right. You know, if you can if you can just, you know, run plays at the at the Rams, if you can just keep running plays at them, even if you don't put up 28, 31 points, you know, you keep running plays at them, keep that defense on the field, let your defense, you know, you got TJ Watt. He's one of the most he's one of the more emerging great players of this game's history. And he's on the front end of his prime. And so, you know, as great as Luke Don, uh, uh, as great Aaron as uh, Aaron Donald, Luke mm-hmm. Donald, I was thinking of the writer Cup. As, great, as long as uh, Aaron Donald, as great as he's been and as great as he always will be and as great as he'll go down in history, he's at the back end of his prime. And so uh, they've got a guy at the front end who's emerging and he can dominate a game. I mean, TJ Watt can go out and dominate a football game from one side of the ball, which he did against Cleveland. And they can win 17 to 10 easily like they did it last week against Baltimore. Hey, all of a sudden something just happened for me and like my right nostril sort of loosened up a little bit and all of a sudden not, I'm not completely breathing out of the right nostril, but just like the whole sinus, you know, like like there's just that little sense of relief, that sinus relief. I haven't taken anything, but anyway, Hey, watch this. So, um, so now I'm in control of the show because Alex's internet went out. Watch this. Look at me, put this up on the screen. Steelers and Rams. Yeah. 
Look You're at not that. a one-trick pony. I thought you were a one-trick pony back there. Now, Alex has the Steelers at three and one as record. I don't think no, that's three and right. Two. Three yeah, and two. There you go. Okay. Um, and you've got the Rams are three-point favorites. I would take the Steelers in this game. I do. I mean, I, I think I'm going to take the Steelers. Them, I'm taking them in one of those ugly wins. Yeah. Here's the next game I want to talk about. Uh, Browners, Chicago Bears uh, are hosting the Raiders. Let me see if I can get this up here. Uh, there it is. Raiders are three and three. Bears are one and five. Alex is getting ready to get back into the show. Um, this game right here. Alex, look at this. Alex, I'm actually using the effects on the show. I am so proud of you. Isn't this great? I am so proud of you. I was like, oh, for sure this is collapsed without me. Wow, I'm sorry <laughs> to interrupt. Keep going. No, you know what, Alex? I held here's what I, I, held here's what I told everybody. I said, I said, this is like being on an airplane and the pilot, like, you know, ha something happens to the pilot. And they're like, does yeah. anybody know how to fly the plane? And I'd be like, I don't know how. But if you put me in the cockpit and you let me talk to the air traffic control guy, I, I, I try. I think it's a shot. Not kidding. I think I saw a stat and I'm trying to remember the exact number, but there was a stat that questioned men saying if the pilot needed you to land a plane, if someone walked you through it, could you do it? Yeah. And like 85% of men said, yeah, I could do it. Of course. Like, they wouldn't that means we can't. That means yeah. we're all dead. Right? Yeah. yeah. We're toast. Dead. Yeah. yeah. But mm -hmm. I was I was playing with the effects of the show. So I, nice. I'll give you an example, Alex. And let me here. Let me just get you jump in because we we didn't we mm -hmm. just had gone on. Uh, we were talking about the Steelers and the Rams. Look at me go. Yeah. Look, Look at me. At put you. That, now, here's what I don't know how to do. And I, I guess yeah. I can try and figure this out uh -huh. is how to get it so that like we're on the screen and this is on the screen. You so know? that's a whole like Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. I may have just pushed a button that I shouldn't have pushed, by the way. Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can't. You can do that, but you have to open the image on your computer and then share the screen. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you can't do it here. Gotcha. Gotcha. I don't know why. Hey, let me reset the show because Alex just jumped back in. Uh, back in. We are uh, in the Seven Mile Casino Studio. SevenMileCasino.com. This is Kaplan and Crew. By the way, speaking of Seven Mile, Alex, I can't. Well, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can do this. Watch this. Look at this, Jay. I just mm. put up the Seven Mile Casino QR code. Look at you. you no, you QR don't get code. it, dude. You're you are not. Me, no, you don't get it. I am very proud of myself right now. This is yeah. incredible. Just like Alex came in and he goes, I'm so proud of you. Look at what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I am so proud of myself that I was able to put the QR code up on the screen by myself. If you take your phone and you look at that QR code and you click on it, it'll take you right to the seven mile casino website. Do that. You know how like, in, cool. you know, the, you know, you remember the old instant classic, remember yeah. that? Then they would put it the next day. This yeah. is an instant best instant, of, yeah. right. you're living, you're living, you're, you're doing so well today. This has become an instant best of. I'm so proud speak. of myself. I am so proud of myself. But now no like, idea. but see now look what you did. what I do? Look at the screen. Oh, I screwed everything up. You didn't screw oh, everything look. up. The little backdrop. Oh yeah. I just put it back up. Now what do I do? Mm. What do I do now? I mean, I don't see why we can't just leave it. We can leave it. But you, you have it. to scroll up and hit social all the way to the top. Uh huh. When you're done, when you're done showing other graphics, yeah. That oh, way, that. there's something always on screen. Look at that. Boy, I feel cool. Yeah. Uh, for Oof. those of you that are listening on radio right now, you're What's, like, "What the hell looks is like going I'm on?" Looks like I'm out of a job. It looks like what? I'm out of a job. No, you're not out of a job, bro. I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this. All right, let me go back to where we were. We were talking about the Rams and the Steelers. We haven't made a pick on this game yet. We'll, we'll see if we can make our picks here in a second. Alex, you uh, we were both saying we we kind of like the Steelers. 
You guys like the Steelers. Yep. Yeah, I'm taking the Steelers. Yeah. I think the Steelers Start. are an awful football team. Mm-hmm. Personally. Yeah. They should uh, be. But I don't I think, think they are. Yeah. I, I think but Mike you guys Tomlin know this. And I'm high on the Rams. And... I'm high on the Rams. Yeah, he says the Rams are spicy. Yeah, they are very spicy. Very spicy. And you got to be able to run the ball. Like, if, you got to be able to run the ball. If Derrick Henry was out the way Kyron Williams is going to be out, I'd be a little worried, right? But Sean McVay forgets about Kyron Williams anyway. So it's like, what does it matter? Honestly, what does it matter? Well, that's well. here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that if you're down to like your fourth string running back, mm-hmm. because you started the season with Cam Akers, you moved into Kyron Williams, he's hurt now. Ronnie Rivers is apparently out. If you're down to like your fourth string running back, he's not going to run the ball, I don't think. Um, yeah. And if he can't run the ball and he tries and he can't, then he just leaves Stafford back there and it's, it's Stafford Cup. Um, and that's kind of your offense. At that what point. I hope he does is leaves whoever, whether it be a Daryl Henderson, who's familiar with the, with it or Evans, I think is the other guy's name or even Miles Gaskins. Yeah. Um, just stay back and chip TJ Watt all day. Like just stay next to Stafford and let Puka and Cooper and Tyler Higby do their thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, the other game we were just getting into, it was the Raiders and the, and the uh, bears. And it's not like mm-hmm. any of us really care about the bears other than Browner. Who's not here. Um, but I am kind of watching Raiders. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm kind of watching. I, I feel like the Raiders have worked themselves back to three and three. They don't have much on offense. They've used three quarterbacks, but Max Crosby has become a star and the defense has gotten good. And I don't know, they kind of win in spite of their coach, I think. So Devontae wants to be traded so bad. Yeah. You want to play that? It's long, audience. but okay. uh, Scott, if you, you you can turn it off anytime you want. You know how All to right. do that now. No, I don't I mean, know. It's a work in it. progress. Obviously, we're going to continue to work through it. But I mean, I'm a human being and I have extremely high standards for myself and this offense. So it's to me, it's not just about, you know, I'm sure people thinking like, you know, well, they won the game. They won the Packers game. You know, why is there an issue? I mean, you see why it's an issue. You, you know, y'all should know who I am, know what I'm about at this point. So it's not about. You know, when when you're a, when you're a player like me, mentally, is my benchmark is not wins and losses; is greatness. So when I go out there, I expect to be able to have that ability to put that on tape and have the uh, an influence on the game. And that's like, yeah, he keeps going, but yeah. basically he's like, throw me the ball. I don't yeah. care if we're winning. Throw me the ball. <laughs> like I know it's Devontae Adams, and he doesn't have the diva label on him, but these answers and these yeah. press conferences he's giving. Like he was happy in Green Bay when he was getting over a thousand yards and they were winning, but he doesn't care that they're winning. He literally said, "I don't care that we're winning." That's wild to me that it's just flying under the radar, dude. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of crazy, you know. It really is. But um, I and and you're right. I don't think of him as like a to diva. I I don't think of him that way. But he's I love his candor. Yeah. He, he I mean, doesn't like playing for the Raiders. He doesn't think the yeah. Raiders have the same standard he has. It was well, a 90 second answer because he said something like, well, if Jacoby is doing this and we're flowing and we're getting the yards and cool, that's that's what matters. But right now we're not. So I'm not happy. It's like, yeah. OK, yeah. well, it's kind of interesting that you mentioned T.O. because T.O. went from first quarterback with Steve Young, right? And then to all the other quarterbacks after Steve Young. And Devontae Adams' first quarterback was Aaron Rodgers. And now he's dealt with now, what, the second quarterback since Aaron Rodgers? So T.O.'s 
whole diva persona kind of started uh, at Jeff Garcia and then Donovan McNabb and everybody else. I hold that thought. Hold that thought. We're in the seven mile casino studios. Much more coming right back. And Doc Chow is going to join us. Hey, great friends. What's going on? It's Thursday afternoon. It's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. Hey, we're going to make our NFL picks today. And then Doc Chow is going to come on from sixscore.com, Sports Injury Central. Everybody knows Doc Chow, 17 years as the San Diego Chargers team doctor. And now he's got this website called sixscore.com where he grades the injuries and he grades the health of players and teams. And then if you're somebody who's betting on games, or if you're somebody that's got fantasy uh, implications or like what I'm doing, I'm playing prize picks. Um, the health of these players could determine how you spend your money. And so um, Doc Chow will stop by here in just a couple of minutes. So, Alex, let's let's make mm-hmm. some picks here. Let's let's put up so on this is where we're at. Picks. Yeah, let's this is where on. we're at. Uh, week six, two and two for me, two and two for Scott, one and three for Browner on the season. Twelve and seven for me, nine and ten for Scott. Seven and thirteen for Brown. He's got an extra game. Uh, we've had I don't know I don't remember the extra game, but uh, what we do is we pick the Chargers, we pick the Rams, we pick the Raiders, and then Scott picks the Browns, Browner picks the Bears, and I pick the Vikings. But for today's exercise, we'll do we'll pick the Chargers, the Rams, the Raiders, and the Browns because the Vikings don't play till Monday. And Jason's okay. a Browns fan, so it works out. All right, Jay Law, and, and Jay Law, you're three and zero for the season. I mean, you've yeah, three and zero for the season. Yeah, three so winning percentage wise, yeah, um, yeah, you're killing us. So I've said uh, I'm taking the Chargers because they have to win. Okay, I'm gonna I'm taking uh, the Steelers, and I'm taking the who's my other pick? So what was the other? Got, oh, uh, the Browns and the Colts. Oh, oh, we have a guy yeah, you, yeah, you're kind of you kind of jumping. Oh, I thought I here. thought you guys already. I thought I was just yeah, giving you a rundown yeah, on yeah, what yeah, I what I took. We've, they, we've made picks so far. Uh, yeah, we kind of were just we were kind of going through the oh, games. All right, gosh, here it goes. Okay. All right, Alex, you ready to start us off? Yeah. So right. we'll start off. Uh, Chargers are five and a half point underdogs. Okay. Um, I'm just going here on. I'm going for what I'm rooting for. I'm taking the Chiefs. Okay. Uh, I am going to. <laughs> just yes. honestly, I was going to take the Chiefs, but you're so bad at this that I will take the Chargers at plus oh. five and a half. That seems right. Yeah, that now that yeah. okay, you want to switch? Nope, nope, I'm good. Okay. I like the Chargers too. Okay, so I, I last year these two games were three point games, and so um, I'm just taking the Chiefs because I'm rooting for the Chiefs to win big. Yeah, you know, uh, I yeah. just don't know if the Chiefs have it in it to win big right now, yeah. which is weird to say. I know, and I feel like the Chargers could keep it close, but I don't want to root for the Chargers to keep it close. So I'm just gonna, mm-hmm. I'm, I'll sacrifice the loss, but I think I'm gonna okay. win. All right. All right. Uh, the Rams are three point favorites against the Steelers. I'm going to take the Steelers. I think it's a three point game. So I think regardless, I'm going to wind up pushing. Even if I took the Rams, I'm going to take the Steelers to cover the three. Um, like I said, I think it's a push. But the reason I'm taking the Steelers is because I actually think the Steelers can win the game. I look at last week and I see the Jets beating the Eagles. I see um, I see. Philadelphia losing. I saw San Francisco lose to Cleveland. The top tier teams in the NFC lost to middle of the road NFC teams. Yeah. I'm taking the Steelers to win the game. I'm taking the Rams because if you want to, if you want to be considered a playoff team, you have to win these games at home. And you don't win at home, and you don't win them. You don't win close games against Kenny Pickett. Like you really got to go out there and and be who you are offensively, 
because Kyron Williams, nobody expected anything from him anyway. So I think Rams minus three. They're spicy and it's and it's Ooh. heating up, Scott. Mm. All right, J Law. What do you think? I like the Stillers. Like the Stillers. All right. Here like we go. Like. Stillers. Here we Steelers. go. Here Pittsburgh's we go. Going down to Yeah. I like the it. Steelers. You know that song. All right. What else, Alex? Yeah. What's our next pick? Okay. Uh, Raiders, three point favorites over the Chicago Bears. The game's in Chicago. Um, this game makes me nervous because I don't have any confidence in the Raiders. And, um, but the Bears, there's no, uh, their quarterback's imagine? out, right? I just want to point out that this could be, I believe it's going to be Tyson Bagent versus Aiden O'Connell. Oh, Aiden O'Connell's going to start? Really? I believe so. They're not going to start uh, Hoyer? Hoyer? I don't think so. Why would they not start Hoyer? Because that's just the way. I mean, from what I'm reading, it's Aiden yeah. O'Connell. If you listen to the Raiders, it's up in the air. They're not going to tell the Bears who they're going to start. I okay. think. But the reason they brought in Hoyer was because he's more prepared to be on the fly because he's been around so long. Mm, Whereas right. if you give Aiden O'Connell time, he can. Pre- they'll go with him instead. Hey, listen, they, they already, played well. They, they he played, played well against the Chargers until he threw that bad interception. interception. Yeah. So, right. So and Hoyer's just built to be a better backup in a situation like that. Like I think if Hoyer goes out and he doesn't deliver, or if he gets hurt, you know, you got a guy that's been so many times ready to come out of the bullpen. He's just better at it if they right. need him to come out, even if All they right. have to bench the guy because he's playing terrible. So the guy for the Bears, Jay, you ready for this? The guy mm-hmm. from the Bears is a rookie undrafted free agent from a division two school called shepherd which i want to say is in like shepherdsville or shepherdsburg or somewhere in the state of west virginia my son was telling me that he's like a local legend there Mm -hmm. so undrafted free agent making his potentially his first start um i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to go with the raiders i'm just gonna i'm just gonna put it out there i'm gonna let the the universe decide for me i i hate I can't, I can't take the Bears. I'll take the Raiders. Same thing for yeah. the Raiders, as I said, with the Rams. They're winning games not because of their quarterback. They're going to win games because their defense is going to win those games. Oh, and the Bears' defense is trash. I like Josh Jacobs. I like Devontae Adams. I'd take Raiders minus three as well. Yeah, it's just right, Raiders, have, Raiders, they have way more better players. They just have better players. And especially and you, if Fields isn't out there to just be a one-man wrecking ball to do anything that might disrupt that. Um yeah, Raiders all the way. All right, and you two got to pick Cleveland, and Cleveland is a two and a half point favorite. I love game, it. I think games in Cleveland, right? No, in, oh, it's in, in Indy. Oh, it's yeah, in it Indy. Is. You're right. My be. This could be uh, PJ Walker versus Gardner Minshew. The NFL's got great quarterback matchups this week. In theory, it could be that. In theory, it could be that. But we'll ask Doc. It could be Deshaun Watson. I don't know. I have no right. idea. I don't know. Too many day-to-days for me this late in the week. I think it's going to be Walker, and I think the Browns still win by six to seven points in this game on the road. I think their defense just is going to build on what they did and really come after the Colts and make it hard for them to move the football. Gardner Minshew scares me. Like, he's just one of those unpredictable guys where he might have, like, a really big game, but I don't mm-hmm. think he'll do it against the Cleveland defense. I'm rooting for Cleveland, so I'm going to mm-hmm. pick Cleveland. And I'll I'll just live and die with the fact that I'm rooting for the Browns. What do you got? They're all oh, you're not into. I don't have to pick that one because yeah. I don't watch Cleveland football. So. Right. Hey, your Vikings have a lot. I have. They're spicy. They're spicy. Yeah. They are. 
Uh, Doc Chow is here. Dr. David Chow, 17 years as the Chargers, the San Diego Chargers team doc. And now he's got his website, Six Score Sports Injury Central, sixscore.com. Doc, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you guys? Lots of Bears talk. Uh, I don't know if it makes you feel any better. I got off a Bears podcast where they're talking about Justin Fields. And I'm like, no, he's out for multiple weeks, as you guys are just saying. And it's not going to be him. Uh, Tyler or Tyson Bajant, yeah, whatever, Tyson Bajant, whatever. Uh, and he's like, oh, you know, Bears fans have it really bad. You know, give me some good news for Bears fans. You know, cheer me up. I said, well, unlike San Diego, you still got, you guys still have a team. That's number one. <laughs> How's that? And, number, and I said, number two, you can never take away the 85 Bears in the, in the Lombardi. And he's like, okay, I guess yeah. you guys have it worse. Doc, next time, next time they ask you that, I'd be like, well, you not only do you have your first round pick, you have the Panthers' first round pick too, so you could have the top two picks in the draft this year. Yeah, there you go, and and they still have a team that's still drafting there, right? That's right. the most important thing. So. Hey, Doc, let's uh, let's talk about a couple of things. Let's start with tonight, um, Trevor Lawrence tonight. Uh, I don't know, like with his knee, I don't know how effective he'll be, how easy he can move, and I just wonder about you know, should I be taking the Saints tonight, who are favored by a point? I think the Jaguars are the better team. But I'm worried about Trevor Lawrence and his knee. And you know what else I'm worried about, Doc? I wonder what you think about this. They've been schlepping all over the world for, you know, these guys. So I wonder if travel and you know, plays a role in any of this. Well, uh, travel, first of all, I've said years ago that a London team is actually feasible and the Jaguars are proving it. And I'll tell you what's happening here. The Jaguars played back-to-back -back games. They went late week, stayed, and played in uh, London two games. So this ultimately opens up the door for a Green Bay Packers uh, Lambeau Milwaukee thing or a Jacksonville part London thing, right? And here's my second evidence that it's feasible. All the teams that played overseas so far this year, except for the Tennessee Titans, chose not to take their bye week right after the London trip. Purpose hmm. chose not to, and teams are going later in the week, etc. And so I think tr travel is less of an issue. Let, let me tell you that flight from Jacksonville to London is no like longer hours. right. It's Seattle to Jacksonville is the same or longer, right? Right. That's right. I mean, so uh, but now, Seattle to London, Seattle to London's a long way. Yeah. There's no yeah. question. <laughs> well, actually, Seattle to London. You remember, it's the it's the polar routes, right? Yeah, they fly over the. LA to London. I just right? took Zurich to LAX over the polar route. Yeah. Yeah. The polar route, the way that it goes, uh, et cetera. So it is feasible to start doing more. And of course, we've got two uh, uh, Germany games, I mean, uh, coming up here. And and in the end, remember, it was NFL, it wasn't NFL Europe in the end. It was NFL Germany in the end. It was mm -hmm. only German teams yeah. that were left in NFL Europe. But as far as your question, Scott, on, on tonight's game Thursday, don't worry about Trevor Lawrence. First of all, um, I don't know that in my 17 years with the San Diego Chargers that we ever had a, quote, true game time decision. To me, a true game time decision is when, look, we don't know. We just have to see what he's doing. What we always had was, hey, we're good. We think he's going to play. Let's just make sure two hours before the game. Hey, we don't think he's going to play. I don't think, I think he's out, but let's just make sure. There's a lot of that that happens, but I think that's what it is with Trevor Lawrence. Let's just make sure he's going to play. And the other thing I'd say about it is that Gatorol, where he got interest injured on, 
looks bad, but it doesn't cause a lot of injury, typically, at least not significant injury. Remember Chris Carson last year with the Seahawks when the Cowboys player on the ground gave him that gator roll and everyone made a big deal about it? Everyone thought he was out for a long time. We at Sports Injury Central said he'll be back next week, and he played the following week, and that was at running back. Now, admittedly, on a seven-day cycle, not a four-day cycle, but front lead leg, Trevor Lawrence, I think he's going to play and be fine and be effective here, really not worried about it. The bigger worry is actually on the Saints. They're down three tackles, offensive tackles. So they're on you know, a, a second-string tackle on one side and a third-string tackle on the other. That's the bigger injury issue to me tonight, not Trevor Lawrence. All right. All right. Well, you've just influenced yep. me. If, if I know that the offensive line of New Orleans is hurt, I'm now taking Jacksonville. Uh, Jay Law, we got Doc Chow yeah. with us here this afternoon from Sports Injury Central. Awesome. What do you got? You got anything? Yeah, well, I'm a Cleveland fan. So obviously, uh, Deshaun Watson's shoulder, he's day-to-day. He seems like he's been day-to-day since day one since we got this guy. Um, any any idea of what kind of you know, I mean, missing practice on Wednesday, still day to day. What are the odds of playing on a Sunday when you've been that for two or three weeks? There is a lot of information that doesn't all completely make sense. And we've been talking at Sports Injury Central. I think you'll like this reference, Scott. Clean up on aisle four. I mean, there's just a lot of misinformation. He was cleared to play, but he didn't play. But then it was a joint decision. Then he had a bye week and then couldn't practice. It was DNP. A lot of misinformation. Even Deshaun Watson, when he spoke yesterday, he said, yeah, this is a rotator cuff injury. This is four to six weeks. I don't know when I'm coming back. Well, guess what Sunday is? Four weeks from the week three injury. Mm, week three is yes. when it happened. And this morning, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. Apparently, there were some pictures of Deshaun Watson throwing this morning on the portion open to to reporters, but I didn't see any video. So it seems to me the Browns are saying, you can throw show a picture of him throwing, but you're not allowed to show a video. Scott, you know how that media stuff works mm-hmm. where the PR says you got to, you know, play by our rules here. So I, I don't see Deshaun Watson playing uh, until he has a full week of practice at this point in time. Sure. You know, that week four game, uh, DTR from UCLA played, and, and it's come out that he found out right before the game. It was almost yeah. unfair for the young guy to throw right. him in there with a game plan for him without a full week of practice. I think they're just going to ride with P.J. Walker and, most importantly, their defense until they get Deshaun Watson back 100%. Yeah, uh, I totally agree. I'll bring it back to uh, Southern California, Doc. Monday night, Justin Herbert had probably one of his worst games as a Chargers quarterback. He got beat up. He was on the floor a lot. He only got sacked once. How much did that left middle finger fracture impact his game and how much is it going to impact him on Sunday when he plays the Chiefs who have been one of the league's best defenses there's no question it had some effect there were a couple of times he got knocked to the ground and he fell awkwardly with like his left hand out instead of protecting it you know a fracture doesn't heal just in a bye week but it is his left hand so I wouldn't overdo it but here's where the subtleties affect what's happening first of all I said it's going to be the whole game basically in shotgun, which then affects what? Austin Eckler's run game and what sort of plays that they run and the types of runs that they can have. But, of course, the very first snap from scrimmage, what happened? He went under center. That was the classic, oh, don't count on me in shotgun. I can go under center. But then he doesn't really do that the rest of the game. So uh, it's part of the gamesmanship. It affects him. 
I don't know if it affects his downfield throws. I don't I doubt that it does. I mean, it's his one on side, but it does affect the team's offensive scheme some in some way, shape, or form. And it does affect the fact that uh, on fourth and one, um, they're not running a quarterback sneak because if you don't have ball security to, to to hold the ball out, like the the week that he hurt the the finger, broke the finger, they did a sneak and they didn't get it because he had to hold it in his belly as opposed to up at his chest or you know what have you to get the extra foot or two uh, of yardage. So it does affect the outcome of the game, but he'll be one week better. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it seemed like he really was making an effort to push the ball downfield as opposed to taking what the defense was giving him. Hey, Doc, one last one for you, and then we'll just send everybody to sixscore.com. Um, I am curious about the Rams running back situation. Kyron Williams had 158 yards. The, the Rams finally came out and ran the ball in the second half. They don't generally do that. It kind of remind me of some old Charger teams where they get consumed with passing and they give up on the run. But I, I didn't think, I didn't know Kyron Williams was hurt like this. Did you, did you watch the injury, and what did you make of that whole thing? Well, we didn't know initially either. We thought it was, you know, he came up limping on his right ankle with a mild inversion ankle sprain on that touchdown that he had or near the goal line play. But it was actually a little bit later than that when he got rolled up on. We didn't note that until the All-22 came out. And this is why he's going to be multiple weeks. And the reality is, and yeah, you're showing the play right there. And the reality is this is a left high ankle sprain, and multi-weeks makes sense here. Of course, the, the guy behind him right now is on injured reserve because of a PCL, and they're re-signing some running backs. They had traded Cam Akers. But what's so funny, uh, Scott, is no good deed goes unpunished. 99% of the website for Sports Injury Central is free. We have some couple features, the injury edge and some uh, betting stuff that requires a small charge. And I got some hate on Twitter from a guy that goes, uh, you know, that's that's all well and good that on Tuesday that you tell me that Kyron Williams, you know, has the high ankle, but this really hurts me as a fantasy manager. I've liked you, following you for years, but this really hurts that you didn't tell me this earlier until Tuesday. Mm -hmm. I'm like, brother, I mean, the All-22 just came out. We're not clairvoyant. <laughs> we can only know <laughs> what we can do. And I mean, uh, kind of thing. So uh, I guess that's the world of Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. And so I have to chuckle. Dr. David Chow from Sports Injury Central. Doc, get back to work. We appreciate you. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Doc. Thank you. All right. SportsInjuryCentral.com. SixScore.com is, uh, is how you reach Doc Chow. All right, Alex, I'm wondering, do we have time right now? Can we can we possibly get in a highlight of the day? Yeah, can we do that? Sure, Hell to the yeah. It's time for the highlight of the day, man. Do you want to get high, man? I'm just really high. Oh, look at that, Scott. That's yeah. a QR code for you. If you're watching the show on YouTube, television, wherever. Uh, probably not television. They don't let us do this on TV. But Tori Holistics. That you'll get your promo code right there, which is amazing. If you're listening on radio or audio podcasts, spend seventy five dollars, get a minimum. Spend a minimum of seventy five dollars, get twenty percent off your purchase at Tori. Let me try this right now. I I love these QR code things. I I really think this is going to be like a whole new initiative for us uh, next year. Is you know how we can help our partners by putting QR codes on our YouTube channel. And I know that Tori doesn't go on TV because there's all kinds of laws and stuff about TV and cannabis and stuff, but. If you're watching on, on YouTube right now, you can just, I mean, it just worked for me perfectly. It takes me right to the great friends discount. Perfect. Absolutely yeah. perfect. So Jason screenshot it. So, you know, you always know the promo code. Yeah. You never uh, yesterday, uh, the Las Vegas aces won their second 
at WNBA championship in a row. Shout out to them. Uh, but what really, you know, stole the night in oh, yeah. the post-game celebration mm-hmm. was their owner, Mark Davis, or part owner, full yeah. owner, I don't even know. Mark sure. Davis celebrating mm-hmm. with the Las Vegas Aces on court, showing off go. moves, Scott. Yeah. Go, Mark. Showing off the moves. Go, Mark. Look at him in the white suit yeah. with the white T-shirt. I mean, I know that they yeah. say you can't wear white after, like, is it Labor Day or Memorial Day, whichever one's at the end of the summer. But Mark Davis, he's in Vegas. He wear whatever the hell he want to wear. Yeah, you do whatever you want. And they're saying, go, Mark. Go, Mark. Go, Mark. Look at him. It's your birthday. Him. Take your clothes yeah. off. Go, Mark. Yeah. Look at him go. Pay us oh. a fair wage. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's what they're chanting. Dude, I'm going to Vegas tomorrow. Well, I'm supposed to go to Vegas tomorrow. Let's see if it all really happens. You're going to go. There's no way you're not going to go hang out with the edge. I don't know, man. Let's Are you see. going? Yeah, I'm going to see you too yeah. tomorrow. We're going to we're, we're going uh December 1st. Me, me and a buddy of mine. Going to the day. Sphere. Yeah, we got tickets yeah. already. This Friday, December first. I've yeah. I've seen you two more than I've seen any other band. Never in my seen life. you two in my life. What? Never I've seen. I've seen them um, seventeen what? times. I'm gonna see you two for the first time. Seventeen times. Yeah, is more eyebrow raising than Scott never seeing them. Seventeen yeah, times. Seventeen times. Going all the way back to. <laughs> going all the way back to yeah. probably the early eighties. This. this, this this tour uh that they're you know Octum basically baby. Octum mm-hmm. baby yeah, yeah. I saw all right hold on everybody listen times for those of you listening on radio lots to get to stay right where you are for everybody that's on youtube and everybody that's on audio podcast let's go get uncensored All right, so um, getting to the uncensored portion. Can I tell you guys that at this exact same time, I have, I've never done this before. I have a doctor's appointment today, hmm. but not in the doctor's office. The appointment is on uh, the app. So I guess the doctor is going to be on that side and I'm going to be on this side and we're going we're gonna to do a thing here together, he and I, she and I. Nice. I, I don't know what the, you guys ever done this? Yeah. No. It's no, called, no, no, no. Uh, well, well, if, are you doing it on like Zoom or something? No, I'm doing it on their app. On the phone? Yeah. Oh, on the app. No, that yeah. I've never done. Sorry. Yeah, me neither. They're like Teladoc or something like that. No, this is like on, this is my, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going in for like another colonoscopy. It's like, nice. my, I did it. Well, not nice. I did it in uh, 2000 <laughs> and I did it three years ago when I turned 50. Yeah, I remember. And now they're like, yo, you got to do it again. I'm like, why? Get her done. Yeah. I know. Gonna uh, you're gonna pay off. You're gonna pay off your 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 tease from yesterday about almost getting murdered at the Raider game. Oh yes, God damn it, shit, shit. What happened at the Raider? Oh, dude, well, we're still here. We're I know, but this was, I wanted to put this on TV. I wanted to put this on TV. Damn it. Okay, well, uh, you know what we're doing, Jay. We're starting to do some like throwback Thursdays, Jason. Okay. Ne- I guarantee you've never seen this before, Alex. Just let it rip. Watch this, everybody. This is, do you know, I don't even know what year this is from. 2004, five, I don't know. You think I'm a loser? Hey, this is Gary from Eagle Chip. We're here at Oakland Alameda. What, what's this called now, guys? <laughs> Isn't it? McCaffey Day. Stadium now here in Oakland. And these are the Raider diehard right here. Canada! We're from Canada! <laughs> this is what we're in for right now. This is what we're in for. We're going in, baby. Yeah. 
on the RTV uh, right here. Wow. Beautiful McAfee Coliseum. And uh, your name is? Ricardo. Ricardo. <laughs> Ricardo, Ricardo. The, uh, the guardian of the gates of hell or what? Exactly. The Ricardo, the guardian of the gates of hell. Ricardo, what are you going to be doing tonight? Taking ass. And taking names? What's that? Taking names too? Because if you kick ass, you got to take names too, right? Exactly. Right. Now talk to us about the little baton here. What's that all about? This my uh, Denny Tomlinson stick. If I see him going for the end zone, I'm going to chuck this at him. You're going to throw that at LT. Well, don't say that too loud or they won't let you in the game. You know what I'm saying? That's your LT stick. Exactly. Yeah. Do you think that'll stop him? Exactly. Yes, it will. Take his feet out. <laughs> Ricardo, the guardian of the gates of hell. Way to go, man. Nice start. Look at those bones. Look at those. Are those good or what? Those nice. <laughs> Jeez, man. What a great honor it is for me to be standing here with one of my broadcast legends, a veritable potpourri of traditional Hebraic gizzards and spices. Of course, I am talking about the one and the only Howard Cosell. Mr. Cosell, a tremendous pleasure to be with you, sir. Thank you very much, young man. Of course, here tonight we will witness another great evening of NFL football. That's right here. It's going to be a warm yet moist evening on the Bonnie Banks of the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum and Estuary. And once again, you're going to see uh, Ladanian Tomlinson run rampant over the Oakland Raiders. How unfortunate for the Raiders here tonight. You are looking marvelous tonight in that ABC wide world of sports, sports jacket, sir. Let me ask you, what is your opinion of Monday Night Football moving from ABC to ESPN? Let me tell you something. You know, now they need two games to make up for the one that yours truly, Dan DeRue and the gift faultless Frank Gifford, of course, low those many is. It began on September 20, 1970. That's right, right there. In Cleveland's Municipal Stadium, it was truly a night to remember. And, of course, it was Joe Willie Namus Jets who fell victim to the Cleveland Browns. And, yes, Smokin' Joe Show, Broadway Joe Show closed that particular night. The baseball field. Dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> We came up to the Raiders press box to visit with Matt and Mud before the game. Oh, hammer time! I can't even breathe. Your partner just gave me a right hook to the ribs. Why would you do that, Billy Ray? I'm, I'm, Hank looks exactly I, the same. I, I'm injured. Billy Ray, you're in. I'm out. <laughs> You're in, I'm out. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. All right. Hammer's out. Now, if you beat him up, you can do play-by-play. Okay, see, now we got to take care of Louie. Josh, what do you think about tonight's game, buddy? Who's playing? Great answer. Hey, can can Bauer stay back there? be nice to work with Billy Ray, wouldn't it? 
I have no comment. He's looking at me kind of funny. <laughs> There's Pete. Here we were. 25 Charger fans. You were sitting in like the right field equivalent of Dodger Stadium, dude. Yes. <laughs> yes. Look where we are. Yeah. They tarped that thing off eventually. Who's the cameraman? I don't know. It's like the TV. Oh, God. Yeah. Go, LT. If it was 2020, if it was if this was today, you would have already been beaten up and the camera would have been smashed. Yeah. Like with today's attitude in stadium. That's hilarious. Nate Kading. Kading. Yeah. Wow. What is that celebration? Oh, Sensi Lava. Letting you have the first half. Letting you. 27-0. Look at that. Look at that. We're up on the scoreboard. Wow. I mean, dude, that's, that's old school right there is what that is. It didn't look like you almost got murdered. Oh, dude, we barely made it out alive. I promise you that, pal. You wouldn't have today. In today's day and age, you would have been. I know you see it every day on these videos. You would have been pummeled by the first quarter. Well, that's where I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave that here on the uncensored. Let that soak in for you a little bit. Alex, can you put some of that out on social media today? Because, gosh, Billy Ray. No, great. I'm going to put it out tomorrow. Okay. You put, best stuff. How great did Billy Ray look and sound? Yeah. That was awesome. That was really cool. Hank looks exactly the same. I know he does. Exactly the same. I know. Well, hey, that was a great idea by our friend Anthony, who uh, always hits me up on Facebook. He's like, hey, why don't you start pulling out some of these old school videos? I mean, I'm so glad we recorded that stuff. We were so I, I hate to pat ourselves on the back. We were so ahead of our time. Like we mm -hmm. I, we bought some shitty little like, you know, Sony cameras and I had two computers and I had one guy who could shoot and one guy who could edit. And we put that on TV every week just for a goof. Yeah, that was that's decent content. Yeah, it is. And there was no YouTube to like, you was not, you weren't putting it. There on was YouTube. no Twitter, no you Facebook, no YouTube. Putting it on any of that stuff. I don't know how you got away with that, that putting that lady doing that thing on TV. Woo! Oh, she's yeah. an amazing lady. <laughs> she was actually, she was actually an, quite an incredible woman. I wish I could remember her name, Gina. I wish I could remember her last name. She was an the incredible Latina. lady. Yeah, no, not the Latina. Oh. Um, all right. Love you guys. We got to go. J-Law, thanks for being here. Yeah, man. Well, Have a great three-day weekend. We got to, we got to take tomorrow off, but We'll be back. You'll hear it on the radio. You'll see it on TV. Lots of best of material coming your way. We appreciate you guys. And uh, hopefully I make it to the sphere on Friday night and I'll have a full report 
on Monday. Vlog it. Peace out, everybody.